In the used video game store market, the customer's trade-ins are represented by two separate yet equally important groups, the police who investigate crime and the store clerk that refuses to buy stolen shit. This podcast is their stories. to season seven episode two of the Matty ice and marky mark podcast it's me marky mark and i am joined by none other than mr Matty ice and a little extra ice tonight a little bit the double hosts with the most we are here to entertain the masses for the season seven episode two debut of our show that's right we are live here on facebook youtube twitch appreciate everyone tuning in watching us tonight a little later than we expected to be live we had a special secret invite party a special event we were at um very special event actually it was uh and there was alcohol involved and i don't drink but my my buddy here maddie ice does so he is pretty lit the one at thing, the very beginning of the show, the so. one thing that Mark and I have talked about is if I was going to continue drinking, I would have to drink for him. So if I take, <laughs> if I drink a drink, I got to drink a drink for Mark. That's right. He's holding down for me. Thanks, so, buddy. I took care of it for you. Uh, thank you for the share, for the like. Uh, appreciate the host, Ian. It is share o'clock for anyone that is watching the show. If you could share it, like it, comment, whatever you got to do. We appreciate all that. It helps us out tremendously in the long run. Get it out to more people. We have gained such a good following, even off that first episode this season. So if you could share it to all of your cool friends, even your not-so-cool friends, right? they might enjoy the show. We appreciate it. Let's get right into this episode, though. Mark, what have you been playing? I have been playing Override 2, and it was a game that was on sale yesterday, and it was like, it's, it's normally $40, it was on sale for $10, and that was the Ultraman Special Edition Bundle. And the, that, all, all I saw was Ultraman, I'm like, gotta buy it. Gotta buy it. Yep, so it's kind of like, a, think of like a King of Monsters style game where you fight everything. Or a Godzilla destroy all monsters type game where yeah you're like there's like cities and you're just jumping around beating the shit out of each other. You're the good guy. I mean you're fighting. It's a fighting game. Yeah. Oh so, okay. Yeah, and then uh, so all the reviews was saying like this game sucks. The first one was so much better. Oh god, I hate the controls. Oh my god, why would they fuck up the first one? And I'm like, man, but I really want to get it because it's got Ultraman, man. It can't be that bad. Right. And then I'm like, actually, Override, the first one I played, I didn't even really like that one. I felt like the controls were overly complicated and I didn't like them. So I was like, fuck it. It's got Ultraman. It's 10 bucks. Normally 40 I'm going to give it a shot. I bought it. Fucking love it. The controls are great. They yeah. simplified them, and I, I like them so much. Very nice, very nice. Thank is, you, Andy. Was that on uh, 
Is that on Game Pass or did you? No, I was on a, that a on sale. Now? I just bought it oh, digitally, okay. and my kid loves it. He loves that game, so it's totally worth the ten bucks. Nice. So yeah, I got that, and then I've just been playing Warhammer Vermintide two again. So I beat the main campaign for that, and then I have a shitload of DLC campaigns to play. Fuck yeah, so yeah, that one's a blast. Well, I took uh, I took some advice from you last week and picked up a, a game from Game Pass called Archvale. Yeah, that uh, you know, uh, shoot like kind of twin stick shooter or dungeon crawler game. Put about four hours into it so far. Very fun. I will. I will say it is very fun. Like some sixteen bit graphics going on, and I I love it so far. It reminds me a little bit, like the gameplay wise of uh, Moonlighter, if anyone has played that one. So I definitely am enjoying it so far. So playing that on Xbox, playing some NHL twenty twenty two with the Saginaw Pizza Rolls. We're on a zero five and one record. Really starting out strong for the season. Yeah, uh, I returned. Finally, I came out of retirement. And I'm like, here we go, boys. I'm back, baby. And then we fucking lost every game. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we gotta. We haven't played for a year. We got to get those... Uh, Ugh. We got to get those instincts back in there, those movements. Down. I did score a clutch goal with like three seconds left to take us to overtime. Yes, you did. It, no, it wasn't... Yeah. It was not three seconds left. Don't give yourself that little credit. Yeah. It was... 0.6 seconds left. Oh, wow. It was literally 0.6 seconds left. Yep, and then we lost in overtime. And then but we fucking lost. <laughs> I did get us that one overtime loss instead of just another loss. And finally, I'm starting to pull my weight in this damn franchise that we play. Uh, I usually play the defense. I like checking people. I like blocking some shots. Sometimes I fuck that up because I go for the check. But... One thing I've kind of nailed down this this year, this season of this game, is uh, the penalty shot. Oh, you were crushing I have hit fucking almost every penalty shot yeah. that I've gone for. And oh, yeah, and by the way, shout out to Dylan. He's the one that passed the puck to me when I oh, made yeah. that. So, yeah, I got to give, give him some shout outs there, team captain. So, if you're on Xbox Live uh, playing NHL 22, the Saginaw Pizza Rolls are looking for... Some talent acquisition. So yeah. if you're interested, give us a shout out. Shoot us a message. We're interested. We play uh, at least once a week. You know, it's nothing super crazy. We're not expecting, you know, 40 hours a week out of you. But just let us know. We'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll play some games together. Have some fun. Nothing and, too nothing too serious. And if there's any other teams that want to beat the shit out of the Saginaw Pizza Rolls, let us know, and yep. we'll be uh, training for you. you and know. we'll we'll fuck you up. Yeah. But other than that, in February, we have a uh, a great Sony exclusive coming up called the old uh, Horizon Zero Dawn game. Oh, Belmont's in here being... I've never met Belmont. You have yet. not met Belmont. Yeah. Belmont is the new What's up, sponsor Link? of the show. Come here, Link. Link, Link. He's a scaredy cat. He's yeah. getting, he's getting here, a little Link. better. Super... I call him Link because Castlevania is my thing. Yeah, I know, but you don't. For some reason, you chose all of your animal names to not. I have never chose an animal name. Why? Because mine are like rescues. They already had their names. But yeah, except for Flappy. His name was Hufflepuff. What oh. the fuck kind of name is that? Oh, I'm not gross. gonna fucking talk to him. Like, hey, you should have named him Slytherin, Slytherin or something. No, fuck off, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Come on, terrible worst house. Name. Yeah, exactly. It's out of you have fucked up. You, if you've named your cat that, you fucked up. I'm sorry. 
He has a Belmont. He's got a little suit and tie. He's got little socks. He's got little boots. He's got a little tuxedo almost. Yeah, because Simon Belmont's just he's fucking a stand-up rolling guy. up to the Oscars. Yeah. Every absolutely. Castlevania. Because he's a stand-up fucking guy. Red carpet. Killing the vampires, doing his job. He's a stand-up guy. All right. so was that little kitty cat. All right, I'll meet him in a sec here. He's a good guy. I'll meet him after the show. He's a fucking asshole. Don't let him fuck <laughs> you. But uh, I don't know what I was talking about here. Um, yeah, oh, Horizon, I, I started... I never finished Horizon Zero Dawn on the PS4. So I decided to finally do the correct thing, the correct approach to play this game. We've got Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West or whatever the hell the name of the sequel coming out is next month okay so i decided i'm like you know what i just need to beat the story of this game because the second i start playing some open world games i get caught up in the open world i start doing the side quests start getting lost in the whole experience of the game that's me with every open world game and i just i set the difficulty to easy yep and i just i'm gonna cruise through the story i'm not gonna do any side missions maybe one day i'll go back to them but right now, I am going to play through the story of this game, get ready for the sequel, because everyone is hyping it up. And, dude, you're, you're fucking bow hunter shooting fucking mechanical dinosaurs and mechanical fucking animals. Yeah. Like, it's pretty cool. I, I talked about this game two years ago. What's up, Jeff? And I'm talking about it now. It's still fucking crazy. It is a really cool game. And even on the PS5, they somehow make the archery part of this even more enjoyable with the tension on the controllers the rumble of the the joystick or the the paddle controller whatever you want to call it it's enjoyable and it it really does a good job of uh making you enjoy the mechanics of that game so i put about seven hours into it i think i probably got about maybe 20 to 30 more finish that game get into the sequel i'll talk about the sequel when it comes out there you go. But that is the game I've been playing lately. Nice. Classic. Horizon Zero Dawn. Very good exclusive PlayStation title. I'm jealous. I wish it was on Xbox. But, but yeah. That's you a, got a PlayStation 4. So you can I, play I could it. play it. Yeah, actually own it. You so. could play it. I've never touched it before. But yeah, I'll have to check it out. All right. Um, when do we want to get into our pinball update? You Jeff, know, Jeff is here. Jeff, are, are you cool with it? That is the question. Is we we had a huge pinball night. It's a huge pinball unveiling. Something not even not even for us, not even for the pinballers out there. This is something that impacts kind of the entire Bay County or Tri-City area or even the whole fucking state of Michigan. Okay. Jeff so, gave us the approval. We got the okay. This is big. This is something that not many people got to see. I got to help kind of build it. Yeah, we had to keep it quiet for months now. And I guess uh I guess we're going to finally unveil it now. I mean, so we went we got special invites. We got these special invites about a month ago to yeah. this special event that took place tonight. And it was we weren't allowed to tell anybody about it and we were allowed to bring one guest, a plus one, and um we weren't allowed to take any photos while we were there. It was like top secret. Yeah. special event um the downstairs of crazy quarters that is their expansion they expanded and not you know it was uh it was more it was kind of more or less the pinball league that 
was invited. It was uh, very much like the the people that spent a lot of time and care into the pinball section of yeah. that arcade. So that's what it was. It was all the pinball tables have been moved to the basement, to the downstairs there, and then they coined a new name for that area. Yes, it is a specific name, a specific section of the arcade. Super exciting, and it it's exactly kind of, not necessarily exactly what it needed, but it's such a perfect addition for it. And we are wearing the shirts for said arcade. Yes, expansion. Crazy Quarters Arcade, <clears throat> official sponsor of the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast. The best arcade in the whole fucking world, especially the Tri-City area. The unveiling of this arcade, the name of it, the expansion of it. We've got know, it on I the can, back of I'm our gonna, t-shirts. I can turn around. You turn around, I will, I'll call it out. Ooh. So the unveiling of this place, it's got a specific name. Oh shit. Turn, gotta do a 180, Mark. There yep. you go. Nudged Underground is the name of this amazing arcade expansion. It's fucking awesome. It's all pinball. So for anyone that's into pinball, excited about pinball, getting into pinball, this is exactly where you want to go. There's uh, room for probably 60-plus pinball machines down there. They've added some new ones from the original arcade, some awesome ones. Uh, I, You know, I will not spoil the new machines that are there. That's not... That's for you to go check out. But there oh, are. I will spoil it. That's freaking sweet. Uh, give a Je- give him, give Jeff him. gave me all all. Give them give them one. We'll give them one each. Give them your favorite new pinball machine. I'll the, give them the mine. one that was the, one of the tables that was there that wasn't there before. A new table that was not there before. Uh, Elvira. Most. Elvira. Elvira is awesome. I had a blast playing that table tonight. And it's a fifty cent game. Fifty, 50 cent. Fifty cent game. Right? Brand new machine. The play field for that thing looks like it came out of the factory. Dude. That machine looks absolutely fucking incredible. Yeah, Ian. Yep, Ian was there. He got my uh, plus one, and uh, yep, he was. I brought Ian into it, and I mean, we had to have the league champ there check it out. So, yeah, it was the Elvira table. Fucking mwah, I, money. I got an easy one here. Um, there's so many machines that I want to talk about. The one that I'm gonna give you guys, the one I'm gonna tell you about. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Yeah. Crazy machine. It really reminds me of Twilight Zone, if you've played that. There's just so much shit going on in every aspect of that game, and it's so much fun. There's so much stuff going on. You'll hit a ramp on every shot. You'll hit a a scoop on every shot. It's fun. It's amazing. Even if you're not a good, like, not an amazing pinball player, you can still have fun with all the different shit going on the screen. It's just a super fun game. Every little aspect of it is enjoyable to play. They've added 10, 10 plus machines down there, I think, now. And yeah, there's um, there's more I'm on I'm going to say way. another one because I love it so much. It's Whitewater. Oh, my God. Whitewater's there. And I just was playing that on Pinball FX, and I'm like, I even told my wife when I was playing it, I was like, man, you know, this is a table that I would just love to play this machine. I would love to just see the ball go up and down. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, that would be crazy. Bam, walked in, saw it there. It was like, fuck yes. It was and that, awesome. And that one's got the fucking like hologram display up top where the, the waterfall's running. Yeah. The, the amazing thing is they moved all these machines down there in like a week or whatever. Or whatever. And then they... <laughs> 
redid. <laughs> sorry, I had to hiccup. I saved it. And then they they redid all these machines. So all of these machines are playing like brand new. There's a couple that aren't up and running, like that have some pretty major issues. But every game I played tonight ran seamlessly. Yeah, and it's played uh, amazing. I mean, there's going to be a few machines that still need work. Obviously, it's a ton of a ton of work for them to have to do all this. So, I mean, these guys already they have full time jobs. They're just doing this on their days off or after work. So is, I can't believe that they managed to get this done. And the, uh, the atmosphere, how everything looks, it's, um, can I say, can I say that? He said, go for it. Yeah. It's like a speakeasy. It's like a 1920s speakeasy type deal. Yeah. Um, the, they did such great work, um, on like, like this carpets new that's there. They did so much, um, trim on everything. It just looks so freaking classy in there. It, it blew me away when I walked down those stairs and saw it. It, it looks so nice. You guys, um, I heard that they are going to open it up to the public 7 p.m. on Friday. Yep, 21st. You heard it here, folks. A little, a little, bit, of, a little bit of news only, there. Only four days away they're going to open it up. And yeah. It's going to be fucking crazy. It's, so it's such that. a cool spot. This weekend... Make those plans to go to Crazy Quarters and check that out because it's fucking worth it, man. It's awesome. Yeah. They got these nice classy booths there, too, to chill. They have this bar in the back that looks so nice. The The countertop on it is just so well done. Those guys really went out and did it. You got a spot to chill, have some drinks with your friends, eat some pizza, eat whatever it is. You know, just relax. It's It's all about relaxing, enjoying pinball, enjoying the arcade, and, and enjoying... Then- your companionship from your friends. And because we have such an awesome show, we even have a little bit of a donation to give from an awesome follower of the show, Mr. JD, who won the Little Caesars gift card from the season family of season six, said, I'd like to donate my Little Caesars gift card to the person who puts the highest score on the Elvira Elvira table by next Monday. Play it, take a picture, and send it to Mark and Matt. I got COVID, so my lower score, my low score, won't be there. So, everyone that is interested, that's able to make it over to Crazy Quarters, send a picture to us on our Facebook page, on our Discord that has been popping off like crazy. Wherever you can send us a picture, send it to yeah, us. Yeah, I want to see your Elvira score. And JD is donating his gift card that he totally forgot about. No, he has COVID. He can't. I mean, he forgot about. No, he sent me a message Thursday morning that yeah, he yeah, had yeah, COVID. Yeah. He forgot about it. Then he had COVID and now he's donating. It's JD, a nice it's a nice he, like JD thank thank you. Thank and you. I hope you get better and I hope you're feeling better, man. And Jeff from Crazy Quarters says Crazy Quarters will also add a gift card to that. What? So everyone watching this show, everyone tuning in for the audio of this show, put a score in and next Monday we will announce the winner. What? Of the Crazy Quarters slash Little Caesars gift card for the Elvira table. And I have one more announcement for next week. When we have a do, we have to do this show. I'm actually going to save that part for the end of the show. I have oh. one more big announcement about next week. <clears throat> so, oh, man. But I will save that for the end of the show because, you know, we got to do this show. We got a show to we got a show to run. We can't just give away stuff all the time, but... We love giving stuff out to people. And thank you, everyone that listens, that gives, that does awesome stuff like this, like the guys at Crazy Quarters, like our listeners that win shit. And, uh, 
you know, give it away. It's fucking awesome. We're excited to see those Elvira scores. That machine is a difficult machine. I'm excited to see the scores that are put up for it. All right, let's get into our, let's see. Oh, wait, while we're at it, give me the pinball one. Oh, yeah, we didn't even. Because I do have another announcement besides. So, crazy news at Crazy Quarters. But also, we had our Pinball FX3 tournament with uh, Boba Fett. And, dude, so there was, we had the PlayStation 4 tournament going, and we had the Xbox, Switch, all that stuff, did, um, um, PC. They were, we, everyone was playing. We had quite a few people turn out to play. It sounds like we might need a Switch tournament going for this thing, too. Yeah. I, I'm um, not going to lie. I've had a couple messages about... I think uh, they where's, can. Where's the tournament? I think they can find it. On, I, uh, I think it's just PlayStation that is stupid and doesn't let people. Oh, share. okay, okay, so, okay. Um, yeah, but it was crazy. Um, Eric scored a high score, and then his got beat by me. I actually put up a pretty good score. My Eric's was like twenty-one mil, and then mine was thirty-six mil. Then you tried and you got like 32, got 32 mil, yeah. like a bitch, like a bitch. And then uh, Andy came in and just crushed, crushed, and he got a score of sixty-one million four hundred fifty-one thousand five hundred fifty. And then the Crazy Quarters Division A League Champion rose from the ashes, and Ian sets a score of sixty-one. Million seven hundred thirty-one thousand seven hundred fifty. Dude, he barely, oh barely beat Andy's oh score. Oh my god, are you kidding me? So close, Andy. You have been fucking lost, <laughs> Andy. You have been beat by Ian the Great by four hundred thousand points. Oh my god! Literally one shot, and you would have won. Yep, you would have won. Madness! How close that is. You would have won everything. You would have won yep. the the tournament. Yep. That we played, and you would have won the pick for next week, which, subsequently, or whatever the word is, goes to Ian, who gets to choose next week's table, correct? Um, is that how we're doing it? That's just, how we were doing it. Is that? Let's we'll, do... Um, are we just doing... We're just saying, fuck it. We'll just say, it. fuck it. Go Good job, Ian. Fuck you, Ian. <laughs> we'll pick a table for you. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, Ian, if he, you want to pick a table, we'll, we'll set up a tournament for you. By the it, way, okay? Andy, he did do it on PS4. That is yep. correct because he runs our our PlayStation tables. Yep. So yeah. he did. He did do it on. Unfortunately, PS4. beat your score on the PlayStation. All right. So yeah, that is our pinball update. Ian, let me know what table you want to play, man. I'll set it up for us. So there we go. All right, and I'll uh, post all the information about that on our VIP group on Facebook and in Discord. So of course, our favorite topic of the show. Everyone's favorite topic of the show. Everyone here loves food. We love talking about food. We love debating food. We have a whole Discord text thing, text channel about food debates. It's been something that uh, has been very enjoyable, especially after the zero bar debate from last week. That got, that blew up. That blew up. And uh, it's been very fun to talk about this. We have another candy bar debate this week that we're going to talk about. But but first, we're going to talk about some food that we've been eating. Cue us in, Eric. Yeah. If 
feel like the munch and the crunch and like eating out a bunch for your gastro servitude. Sit back for the feud with gentlemen so crude. Is that dude's face fucking food? Mark, what have you been eating this week? All anything right. interesting? Anything fun? Well, we've been eating a lot at home lately. By by the way, oh, I love that. If you guys heard that in the background, that's my shitty uh, trash neighbors running their fucking Grand Prix at uh, 12.30 in the morning because they got to warm that shit up for the morning. I fucking hate those people. Let me just rant real quick. For the the like the first two weeks I, I moved into this apartment, right? I'm, I'm sleeping on the couch because I don't have a bed. So I'm sleeping on the couch and I'm just hearing this fucking stupid six-cell Grand Am or Grand Prix or whatever piece of shit Pontiac it is next door. Brrm. Brrm. It's like, what the fuck are these guys doing? Like, this thing runs fine. I understand that this thing runs fine. I hear them back out, take off. It takes off fine. Are you warming your car up? Because you're in the car revving it. You That's not how you warm a car up. Generally, you turn the fucker on. You go inside your house for 10 minutes. <laughs> do your fucking little breakfast, whatever. Brush your teeth. And then you go to the car. But no, these guys across the street are like, okay, I fucking hate them. And that was them <laughs> gracing us with their piece of shit. 2004 Grand Prix. 2004. Oh, wow. Whatever so, it fucking is. I don't know. I, I don't hope know it breaks down. They made uh, Pontiacs that year. I fucking hope it breaks down at the intersection over there. All right. So fat dudes face fucking food. This week we have. So. My wife's been cooking a lot lately, and uh, shout out to her. She's been doing a great job um, whipping up some fantastic meals. So I decided, you know what? I'll give her a break. Take her easy. Let's order pizza. Oh, that's right. Cottage Inn. <laughs> the Cottage Inn pizza. Yep. So uh, their pizza was pretty good when I had it, like when they first came it's out in Bay very, City. Very tasty. Yeah, they were, uh, they were great. And... Uh, so I uh, ordered a pizza. I want to say, um, I want to say it was like um, two months ago. I ordered one from there, and uh, yeah, it was a ba- barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah. And there was no barbecue sauce on the whole pizza. Yeah, that kind of eliminates the whole like barbecue barbecue chicken pizza. Yeah, it was just chicken and bread and cheese and whatever. So I called him up about it, and I don't usually do that, but you know they're kind of pricey. So I was they like, "Fuck expensive, it, yeah." Fuck it, I'll call them up, and they were cool on the phone, and they gave me a credit for my account. So it'd been like a month. I called them up, and uh, I'm like, "I have a credit there. I might as well see if I can use it." And this guy answered it. Cottage and pizza, man. How can I help you? And I'm like, "Oh boy." All right, so yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, "Hey, how's it going, man?" Um, I uh, got an order to place. I think I have an, um, I think I have an account with you guys, and I think I have a credit on there. Okay, ma'am, what's the phone number, man? And I give him my phone number, and then he's like, "Okay, yeah, you got eighteen bucks on here, dude." Holy shit, I'm there, like, guy! I'm like, "All right, cool. Um, yeah, that's sweet." And, uh, yeah, I'm like, well, cool, I'll just get a pizza. And I'm like, I also have this other coupon that's for, like, a medium 
a medium pizza, one topping, because Reed wants just a pepperoni pizza. My yeah. kid, I just get him one, and he's like, okay, hold on. Uh, uh Hey, Greg. <laughs> this dude called the manager over twice. Two times during the phone call, and then uh, all of a sudden, I'm just waiting there, and I just hear, uh... Is that coupon like expired, man? And I'm like, nah, it's, I just got in the mail yesterday. It expires in March. He's like, oh, oh shit. And then dude. more time, more time goes, and he for real, this is word for word what he said. Oh shit! All right, man, that pizza will be there in like 45 minutes. And I'm okay. like, okay, all right, cool, cool, man. I get it, you know. Fucking busy. It's Friday night or whatever night it was. Yeah, it was like Wednesday night. All right. So, yeah. Um, Trying to give him credit. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, an hour and a half later, <laughs> my pizza has not shown up yet. And this guy was so stoned sounding on the phone and had to call his manager over like five times. I'm like, oh, man, I don't, don't know if this guy even ordered the pizza. Like, maybe he never even put the order through. So, yeah. Um called up because it's been an hour and a half and he's like and it was some chick that answered the phone this time and she's like cottage and pizza and i'm like oh shit um hey i ordered a pizza about an hour and a half ago and i was just wondering if it actually got placed like the order what's the name on it um they didn't give me a they didn't ask for my name they just asked for my phone number i don't know if like i have a name my name's on it what i can't understand you your phone's breaking up so that's when i snapped yeah and i was like they didn't give me they didn't ask for my name i gave them a phone number (laughs) and she's like what's the phone number then (laughs) i'm like oh my god I'm fucking starving. <laughs> oh, I should have just went out to Little Caesars. Oh, wait. I tried to go to Little Caesars to but begin with. they were with. fucking closed. They were fucking closed because COVID. COVID's a bitch and a half. Yeah. And then, so so I'm just like, okay. Um, yeah, I gave him her phone number. She's like, yeah, he's on his way, man. Okay? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure it actually got placed. About 20 <laughs> minutes passes. And the pizza guy shows up. That shit cold as fuck or what? It was fucking freezing. Yeah, of course. And the then the, the pizza we got also didn't have sauce in it. Oh my god. Did you call him? Nope. That's I'm, just that's a, that's called that's a wash at that point, yep, right? That's called no more cottage in. So I called Game you. blouses. I actually left a I never do this. I never do this. Did you give him a one star? I, I did a do not does not mark. Mark Riker does not recommend Cottage Inn Pizza. And I said, this place was sweet when it opened, but now it makes Little Caesars look like a five-star restaurant. What do you give them, a two-star? You don't do stars anymore on Facebook. It's like you recommend or you don't recommend. Oh, okay, okay. So that same night, I got out of, I got out of work, and I, I did not want to go home and make food. It was just a little late. So my typical routine for that would be you know, give a give a place a call on my way home and stop there, grab the shit, go home. It was the same night. It was the same night. So I called Cottage in because I also had a credit because they also previously <laughs> fucked up my order and did not give me my everything sticks. So I, I got a, a medium buffalo chicken pizza. It's like one of their gourmet pizzas. 
Yeah. And I got a Everything Sticks order with uh, their little cream cheese ranch or whatever the fuck sauce it is. So, the I was on... I, I, I drove... I called them right after I left from work. It's about 10 minutes from my work to the uh, 7-Eleven on uh, Salzburg Euclid. So, I was on hold for about 8 minutes of that while the guy figured out the credit on my account. I was like, okay, you know, whatever. He's new. No big deal. He's probably on hold for eight minutes because he was dealing with my thing. <laughs> Possibly. Because I I called you and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm <laughs> I called you after I left. And I'm like, hey, I'm gonna call for a fucking order. And I'm like, don't do that. I'm about to call fucker. <laughs> so yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna call for an order on this pizza. And then I didn't call you back for like an hour and a half or two hours. It was fucking ridiculous. Yeah. We just texted. We're like, dude, this is fucked. This is so yeah, fucked. Still don't have my pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I drove from there. I made it to 7-Eleven. And uh, there's this, this really nice black guy that is like the, the kind of supervisor manager there. And I've talked with him like three times. And he, he knew my name. He knew who I was. He knew my, my credit. He's like, oh, yeah, man. I got you covered, bro. Like, it's oh, yeah, man. No big deal. I fucked your last order up. <laughs> Real nice guy. <laughs> and they so I got an eight-piece everything sticks. And I got a medium buffalo chicken pizza. Just something chill. Nothing crazy. And he's like, yeah, man, your order is like, what? Like, $18.98. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, that's with the credit? He's like, yeah, that's with the credit. Like, what? <laughs> it's like fucking Frank's Red Hot and Chicken on that pizza. Like, Oh, yeah, they're <laughs> like, always expensive. What though. are you guys charging me? That's, so, why, that's why it sucks when they they fuck up because it's pricey. So I, I went there. I got my, I got my uh, like, Mountain Dew or whatever drink I picked up from uh, 7-Eleven. Went to Cottage Inn. Went in. <laughs> paid for it and uh they were like yeah man it's gonna be a minute i'm like okay i just went out to my car and like watched nfl videos or something for like 20 minutes because i knew i was there early because it took them fucking 15 minutes to answer the phone after jackass put me on hold for my fucking credit (laughs) it's like dude it's like eight bucks just fucking tack on take off eight bucks from you guys fucking up my breadsticks like i just want some fucking breadsticks man (laughs) Cause you guys forgot him last time. And, uh, so I went out to my car, chilled for a sec, went back in. There's like fucking 10 people waiting inside the building. And they're like, yeah, order for Matt. I'm like, man, these motherfuckers were here before me. <laughs> like, I'm sure they placed an order before I did. <laughs> oh, I, I fucking grabbed my shit and get the <laughs> fuck out of there before they tackle you. <laughs> I went back to my house and <laughs> they're just, just like, looking at you like, <laughs> started i started mowing down and then like 20 minutes later you text me like i finally got my pizza <laughs> i'm like oh my god you ordered that shit like 30 minutes before me dude yeah that is fucked up and the sh- the problem is it's is good pizza yeah like it's actually pretty good pizza yeah and you're good still pizza. like you're pissed off and you're like <clears throat> even with no sauce this shit's still kind of good <laughs> just, just, the shit tastes fucking so when fantastic. i went on there to like leave i saw other people's reviews by the way, I didn't make mine like public. It's just so friends can see it because I didn't want to be a super dick. I still felt bad about leaving those because I have to deal with those shitty reviews. Yeah, but yeah. Um, so 
all the public reviews were like, this place used to be really good. I don't know what happened. And then the other ones are like, there's no fucking sauce on my pizza. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. So, like, apparently, yeah, they just don't have the sauce. Uh, Andy calls it a hate face fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely hate face fucked my pizza, and I'm sure Mark did too. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. How did Jen... Great pizza. You got to order that shit at like a Tuesday at like one thirty or something. You, you know what's cannot... funny? I'm like, never again. There'll be another time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Their fucking crust is amazing. The breadsticks are incredible. Though You always come back. And we are at the point of that show. I mean, we may as well get right into it. It's I mean, something... if, if I'm going to get cottage in, I'll just order it at like noon if I want it for dinner. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Just set it for noon and then... You might be able to pick it up on your way through. Yep. The one thing I've been super excited about, I talked about it last week, about possibly the best candy bar. Yes. We've got we got a taste test here. Taste test. Taste test, probably our most popular segment, especially to debate with everyone. I ended up finding a, uh, a chocolate payday. Thank you to Ideal Party Store on Salzburg for coming in clutch because Meyer ran out of them, as always. Ideal. So Ideal came in clutch. I talked with you about this last week, about after our zero bar and our 100 grand bar fiasco, I told you that this might be up there. With the best candy bar ever. As the best candy bar. And I have not had a chocolate one of these, so I'm pretty excited. And you're a big fan of payday. I am. And there's a lot of people watching that went out and tried to get these things. I don't know if everyone was as a as successful as I was. Let's eat this motherfucker. But if you've got your chocolate payday, now is the time <laughs> to break that motherfucker out and try it with us because... I'm hungry. Let's go. It is the taste test segment of the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast. And I've got one here. Oh, shit. You got them? For us to try. I got a king size, dog. Oh, shit. Nice. That's what she said. <laughs> Looks like something you just shit out. It's usually the candy bars. So, the Payday, fantastic candy bar. Chocolate Payday. Just adds adds oh an extra element to it oh that my. you're not prepared for. I had a friend comment on mine and Andy's video of eating our Zero Bar saying that the Chocolate Payday was bomb. Yes, and I commented back to them saying that it was an elusive candy bar and that we would be talking about it today. Fuck paydays, it says Janelle. You're wrong. So good. So, cheers to you. Cheers to a payday because it's a fantastic candy bar. And cheers to Mark for trying this for the first time. I'm excited. All right, let's do this. Well, God. I hope I don't bite my tongue like last week. <laughs> Little blood never hurt anyone. It's really good. Mm. Man, dude. I went for three bites on that bitch. It's so good. That's a fucking good candy bar. 
It's good. I think I might like the original Payday more. Really? I give the uh, all right out of ten. I recommend or I uh, I applaud JD for giving this a real rating. If you're doing out of ten, you do a something point something. You don't do just a flat number. That's not how you rate something. I give that. I give that an 8.6 out of 10. That is a fantastic fucking candy bar. That is amazing. It's a fucking great candy bar. And it's got so many peanuts in it. So many fucking peanuts. It's absolutely, absolutely destroys 100 gram. You know what? I'm not even going to comment on that. But I will say, it's a really good fucking candy bar. Nine. Nine. Flat mm-hmm. nine. That's a fucking pleb number. We don't do we don't do round numbers here, Mark. You give it a point. I nine, literally I literally just talked shit about nine point zero. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much nut for you. Well that is your fucking problem, Janelle. <laughs> you gotta get better with dealing with the nut. <laughs> We're like fucking three. <laughs> I won't even eat it. I'll give it like 2.3. You are fucking wrong. Let me just tell you. This half of the show disagrees with you about it being better than 100 gram, Mark. Can't speak for Tara. 100 gram bar is better. It's better. Mm-mm. This is a damn good candy bar. And you can't find it. That's the thing about it is you can find a 100 gram bar now. And it freaks me out. You can't find a chocolate payday. I called five stores today for this. (laughs) I called five stores for this fucker today. Ideal Party Store came in clutch. So thank you, Ideal. And uh, thank you. Who said they called five stores? I did. Oh, I thought that was a comment. No, that wasn't. That was just me trying to make it. Calling everyone. That was me trying to make our fucking taste (laughs) test happen. That's funny. I did call you on the way to work today. I'm like, did you find one of those fucking candy bars yet? Nope. I'm working on it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like telling everybody to get it and stuff throughout the whole week. You don't even fucking have it yet. (laughs) I fucking got it though. It was good. I appreciate you getting that. Damn good fucking candy bar. 9.0. Absolutely destroys 100 grand. (laughs) Oh my God, Janelle. Jesus Christ. I believe 100 grand... <laughs> was good. <clears throat> you think it's a different formula? Hmm? The hundred grand, you think it's a different formula than when it what it used to be? It's either that or I think it just a much Maybe much you... better candy bars have come out since then. I think hundred gram was like the the best candy bar in like the fucking late nineties. And then I just I think so much better ones have come out, but everyone's like, Oh my god, hundred gram like a take five fucking destroys 100 grand a take five is really good and you know we haven't taste tested it on the show but yeah i don't know we'll figure it out i we so got you, some we have that we have some crazy taste tests already lined up you give that a 9.0 right yeah, yeah. I, i'll give that a eight 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 give is that, that eight, what i said six eight six eight six i'll go eight seven right in the middle that's a fucking good candy bar take five peanut butter is phenomenal uh by the way we learned something new Something fucking crazy developed. Something new, huge, big news in the candy bar world. The Take 5 
uses Reese's peanut butter in their candy bar. Yeah. So. Maybe you got a cavity. That fucker kind of hurt. <laughs> Don't lay a finger on my fucking butter finger. Oh, yeah. And we also heard that. Dude, dude I'm going oh, yeah. to lose my mind on Jason this, anyone in this, this episode. If anyone in this chat says that they don't like a Butterfinger, you're fucking dumb. I'm just calling it. You're yeah. dumb and you're wrong. This is going to be the Clev Man pissed Mark off this week episode. <laughs> first thing he says is, okay, there's going to be multiple segments. Yeah, we've got a... But the first one is, he shit all over the Butterfinger. Butterfinger is like one of the best candy bars. Don't lay a finger. On my Butterfinger. Dude, what? When it came out, it was called a Reese's Take 5. I'm sorry, I'm not 37 years old. I just remember what happened. I'm just telling you. Maybe you told me that at fucking New Year's. I don't know. Somebody told me that Reese's Peanut Butter was in the Take 5. I don't know if it was you. I don't know if it was Mark. I'm just informing the world. So fuck you, themes to be seen. (laughs) <laughs> JD, you're correct. Butterfinger's great. You just need to see a dentist immediately after. Yeah, and that's the same with Milk Duds. They're fucking fantastic. Worth I it. hate Milk Duds. I love Milk Duds. You I hate to... Milk Duds. Why? What's I'm wrong t- with them? Too much. You can't just rely on caramel like that. Caramel has to, like, help something. It's not just, here's this ball of fucking caramel and we'll yeah, just it's... roll it up in chocolate. Well, yeah, caramel's helped by chocolate. No. Yeah. Milk duds suck. Milk duds are awesome. What They're, are you talking milk about? Milk duds are in the in the Halloween candy that you give to people. No, <laughs> yes, they are. Because you don't want to eat it. They're in a grab bag. No, the only thing that's left over in the Halloween candy is a Baby Ruth and then popcorn balls. Baby Ruth's fine. Baby Ruth is a terrible candy bar. That's a zero out of ten candy bar. Baby Ruth bar. is fine. You're thinking Milky Way is the worst candy no. bar. Baby Ruth, zero out of ten. Because it's all about caramel. Baby Ruth is zero out of ten. Janelle, you said milk duds are amazing and you don't like paydays. You, you're nothing you say matters. <laughs> I'm sorry if you don't like you don't like payday and you like milk duds. I don't even know if I could trust you ever. Too much hard nut. She's not used to. <laughs> she likes that caramely nut. Soft There's nut. no nut in milk duds. There is a soft nut in the baby Ruth. All right, that's some. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Chocolate covered payday. Stop talking. Nine point God, stop. Chocolate payday nine point yep. Didn't you like fucking hate on it a second ago? No. <laughs> I said the original payday is better. The original payday is nine point one. <laughs> all right, let's get the fuck moving. Store stories before we forget it this Holy week. Holy shit. Yeah, we're actually not going to forget all the segments like we did last week. Uh, you got a Shopify order, Mark. You should probably fulfill that. Turn my phone on silent. Yeah, Jesus. Fucking amateur over here. Speaking of store stories, just got a Shopify. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We got a crazy store story this week. And a uh, shout out to a new listener that uh I don't I don't know his name, I'm sorry. I'm inebriated at this point, but he uh he's he listens because of our store stories and he was a part of a store story last week. He came in today. He's like, "Man, I'm I'm loving the show. I've caught up on a bunch of episodes. Like Uh-oh. it was awesome." And Uh-oh. he he was actually 
present for my DS Lite story that I talked about next last week, where someone was like, "Just screenplay offered me eighty dollars," and then he came back and took like thirty five dollars from me oh, because okay. they misquoted him. I thought so, it was like a bad store story. Like no, no, he no. was like the featured part, and he's like, ah, "I love it when you guys shit all over me on your <laughs> podcast." <laughs> no, he's a cool dude, so he'll uh, he'll listen to this show. I told him that I would talk about the uh, Road Runner fiasco here. Yep, and that's so, that's. So why don't you lead us off? Yeah, I'll, I'll yours is gonna be here. bigger. Um, so yeah, um, customer came in looking for a Nintendo Switch, and I was like, oh yeah, um, I am just sold my last one actually, man. I don't have any. He's like, oh well, I want the OLED anyway. I need that OLED Switch, and I'm like, all right, um, you're gonna leave. I got you. Okay. So, yeah, he wants the OLED switch. And I'm like, okay, man, well, I don't have them. He's like, yeah, I know. I've been looking all over. Been looking all over for the stores and everything. I got to find me the OLED switch. And, uh, that, that motherfucker's great, the OLED. And I'm like, uh, okay, man. I don't have any here, though. And he's like, you know why? It's awesome, right? Because that motherfucker plays all Nintendo 64 games. All of them. You get that OLED switch and it plays every motherfucking Nintendo 64 game. I'm talking. He's like, bro, I'm getting that. When I get that, I'm going to be playing Nitro, WrestleMania 2000, 1080 snowboarding. I'm playing them all, man. And I'm like, and you know, the customer is incredibly wrong. But it's one of those moments, you know, that you don't want to be that guy and be like, actually... You know, you don't want to be a jerk, but there's ways you can kind of hint it to him. And, and then I'm like, well, I, he's like, have you seen? Have you seen the Nintendo online with that the OLED? You get all the 64 games. I'm like, oh, man, I, I man, didn't. I, I should sign up for that shit right now. I was like, oh, man, I didn't think you got all of them. I'm pretty sure I saw there was just like 10 to 15 games or something like that. Yeah. And then he's like, nope, nope wrong they got all the 64 games every single one of them motherfuckers is on that thing and i'm like okay holy man. shit i just dude. let him i just let him have it and then i left and then nick fish was working uh as a technician he goes man that guy's gonna be really disappointed when he buys that switch <laughs> that's um and i'm like i tried to warn him dude that's something interesting and funny to uh train someone on is like when uh when they know that they're right and when they know that the customer's wrong yep to try and not be like the yeah well <laughs> yep you know like it is it is it is it, too it's it's a super difficult thing to not to kind of conceal yeah i used to play uh yeah i used to play uh played ocarina time on the ps1 there Oh, fucking dope, man. That's fucking... That's all you got to do. Yeah. It's just... It's just bullshit. You know they're wrong. Just move on. But John, one time, did not drop it. <laughs> and he was just, like, was, like, getting into an argument with someone over his, like, Atlas games and stuff. And John was right, but yeah. this guy did not like being wrong. And then he literally left the store upset, pissed off, and never came back. Yeah. There's a, there's a fine line, and it's a weird thing that you got to gotta deal with yeah so it's like every John, i'm like john just let this fucking guy win like who cares you know you're right yeah like, everyone else knows you're right fuck this guy yeah but 
Can you actually play all the 64 games on OLED? Like, do I need to go buy this fucker? No, you can't. Damn it. Come on, man. But Because that would be sweet. Why would you get me excited like that? I was like... So then I tried changing the subject to the guy, too. I'm like, oh, man, you liked all the wrestling ones? Which one was your favorite wrestling game on 64? Revenge. Revenge was my shit, and I can't wait to play it on that OLED <laughs> Switch. That's why I'm trying to get one, man. And I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. Here we go. I was like, bummer. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was my store story. So last week, uh, last week I, I talked about, you know, an interesting thing, thing that happened. And uh, in this industry, you deal with uh, you deal with some stolen things from time to time. It's it's just it's the it's the cost of resale, I guess you can say. Yep. So recently, a we have to work with the thieves guild. Exactly. Yeah, and we got to work against them sometimes. Yep. Where we tread a fine line. So recently, there was uh, unfortunately there was a store in the Tri Cities that had to to close down. They, um, you know, just ran their course and decided it was it was time to move on. There's a lot of stores in the Tri Cities, a lot of video game stores, and if you focus on video games, that's a tough thing to do in our area. Yeah, there's a ton of us. So uh, Roadrunner Games, shout out to you, really nice fucking guy that runs that place. He's been doing it for a couple of years now. Yeah, the last the owner before him was a really nice guy too. Yeah, and also. I I knew the the owner of that place probably when I was like eleven years old. Like I've known I've known that whole like story of that video game store for a long time. It was a little. It was a a gem for Midland. It was. It was. It was like you know. There's a lot of customers we have that were diehard Roadrunner yeah, games. I, I made it into their original Roadrunner location. It was cool, very quaint, and kind of tucked away. And then, you know, as uh, as they were closing down, we were like, we saw. I don't know who sent me a message. I don't know if they put they put something on Facebook that they were closing down. So, you know, we're looking at maybe expanding another store. So, showcases and stuff like that are not easy to get right now. So Roadrunner Games is no more though. We we messaged them asking if uh, they'd be interested in possibly selling their inventory, their showcases, that type of thing. So we went in there, Eric and I went in there, <clears throat> chatted with him about numbers and all that stuff. And Justin, I was able Justin also went in there and yeah, checked it out. Of and course. Talked to the guy and looked at some of his stuff and offered numbers. You gotta get you gotta get the offers from everybody, right? So we went around and Eric was talking with him. I was looking around, just kind of ballparking numbers in my head, looking at the inventory through the store, getting an idea of what was going on there. And, uh, you know, we got his inventory sent to us later. I looked through it. We, uh, we sent an offer out there. It wasn't what he was wanting at the time. And, you know, later we'd probably figure it out. So... He also didn't like our offer either. Yeah, he, you know, it's not that easy when you can sell those games at such a, yeah, such a good price, right? Online or Facebook, it's Make, understandable. Makes sense. Yeah, you're gonna sell your stuff. You're gonna get as much money yeah. as you want out of it. So the dude's been in the game for a while. He knows what he's got. So a few days later, we I think we went up there Tuesday. Um, he closed his he closed his store the day after Christmas or the day before Christmas 
and then moved his stuff to a, a storage unit and his like his own storage area that Friday. So a couple days later, I had a, a box. I had a guy bring a box in. The box was a, a large one, probably like a 14 by 14, so a pretty large distributor box. And on the front of it was uh, Entertainment Earth. Entertainment Earth is a distributor that is very much just video game stores, that type of stuff. Like, you you couldn't order from Entertainment Earth if you were just a customer. It's a, a distributor thing. So Word. <clears throat> that threw me off for a minute. I saw that box. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Okay. And then, uh, so he set that on the counter and sets, brought some other boxes in. He's like, Hey man, I gotta, I gotta go run some errands. I'm like, okay. You know, I'll get the stuff priced out, get you a value a little bit. He brought that in around seven thirty, uh, on a Friday or Saturday night, I think. So as I'm, as I'm going through these boxes, there's a, a box of like one of the boxes is just full of not that great condition systems. There's like a a Halo special edition original Xbox that I tested that didn't or no, that wasn't in the first box. There was just some special edition systems that looked a little beat up. One of the boxes had just some PS3 and 360 games and then some sealed switch games. So I pull the I pull the sealed switch games out and I start scanning them in. I'm like, eh, alright. His his story at the start of it was I bought a storage locker, and this is kind of what I found from it. I saw this Entertainment Earth box and knew kind of what that was and went for it. Like, okay, see where this goes. So I start going through these boxes, and I pull the I pull the Switch games out. Mind you, I went through Roadrunner's inventory. I, I looked at it personally, and then I got a... I got a file of it sent to me. I, I know what this guy's got. So I start scanning these Switch games. And as I'm scanning them, I'm like, hmm, Metroid Dread, WarioWare, get it together. Like, these are not games that come in at all. These are not games that you see very often. The fifth game I scanned had a Roadrunner tag on it. I'm like, hmm, okay. This is wrong. Something's yeah. fucked here. Because I knew that the day before, I knew that guy had to get his stuff out of that location. So the guy luckily dropped his stuff off and had to run some errands. So I went to the back and called up uh, Mike or whatever his name was from Roadrunner. Like, hey, man, did you sell your stuff to anybody? He's like, no, I just moved it into my storage locker. Like, well, you need to get over there. You need to go there now. Because I'm pretty sure I have most of your stuff from that storage locker right now. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? I'm like, yeah, man. I got like probably 40 Switch games sealed. I got all this stuff right now. And he's planning on bringing back some more stuff. He's like, okay. I'll head up there. So he gets his storage locker. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's locked. So what they did was they broke the lock off and threw the same exact lock on. But it was obviously a different one. So he got that opened up, and there's like six boxes missing of just all this stuff. It's all the stuff that's in my store. So this guy... So I have all of this stuff that comes from Roan Rudder. 
right on my right on my showcase. I'm going through it. Call my district manager. He's like, "Fuck, dude, I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Okay, well, set up a little sting here because I know I know what where this is coming from. I've got confirmation where this is coming from." So, I call. Uh, he calls the Midland Police Department, and they they get a report from it. Then I call the Saginaw Township Department. I get a report. They're like, okay, yeah, we'll uh, we'll send an officer away, you know. Just uh, hang tight. So, mind you, this guy is previously he he drops his stuff off and he's like, okay, I got some sealed Pokemon stuff. Do you guys buy that? This is before I knew all of this stuff. I'm like, you know. We're a little wary with that stuff, but it does happen. So if you want to bring it in, I'll kind of price it out. Because people keep their sealed Pokemon stuff, hoping that it'll grow in value. So I'm like, yeah, we'll take a look at it. So I do this trade for him, right? And after about 45 minutes, so he brings it in 7.30. After about 45 minutes, I'm on the phone with the cops. And I see this dude pulling the, in the parking lot. And I'm like, hey. I gotta go. There's a part. There's a cop, like nearby. Like, hey, uh, you know, I wouldn't park right in my parking lot. I'd probably see you and run off. So he brings in two boxes of sealed Pokemon shit. Just like elite trainer boxes, booster boxes, blister packs, booster packs. Just all this stuff. And this is exactly where I knew that all of this stuff was stolen right out of. Uh, Roadrunner because I went in there and I was interested in the Pokemon stuff because it sells really well at our store. Right. And he does this specific price yeah. tag, these orange price tags. Yeah, like, I've seen all of them. I see them on his Facebook page and yeah. stuff. Like, so he brought this <clears throat> stuff in and I'm like, oh my God. So what I do for the next 25 minutes is I test, he brings in a special edition Xbox original and then all the shit. So I try and stall for as long as I can. I test this Xbox original. Disk drive's not open up, you know, whatever. So I'm trying to just test this fucker, wait out for this fucking cop. Wow, that's fucking nerve-wracking. To come in and bust this guy. I have no idea. Like, I've I've dealt with stolen stuff before, but I have not dealt with someone stealing stuff, knowing it's stolen in my store with a cop in the parking lot. Like, my fucking hands are shaking, dude. Adrenaline is pumping right now and I've dealt with this guy before he's sold stuff to me to me before so I'm trying to stall for as long as I can because I got off the phone as he pulled in the parking lot I got off the phone with the cops I'm like hey he's here they're like okay our cops there I figured they were gonna come in the building and fucking snag this guy right there like why wouldn't you he's in possession of stolen goods like you figure they would take care of that so it rolls to 850. I've been dealing with this guy for like 20 minutes. Finally, I'm just like, all right, man. This is literally verbatim what I said. I grab his ID. So I grab his ID, put it in the computer. I, I kind of walk to the back as if I'm like cleaning a disc or something. I snag a picture of it. And I, I go up and I, I, I talk with him. I've been bullshitting him for like 20 minutes. Just like nothing's going on. The only time he knew something was maybe a little fucky was I kind of glanced out the door 
And then he went up to the door and started looking around like, hmm, what's going on? Like, he he knew. So 8.50 rolls around, right? I'm starting to put these games into BWI just to pass the time to wait for this cop to show up. So I'm like, finally, I, I know the cop's not coming in. I know I need to keep this stuff here, and I know I cannot pay this guy any money because I will... <laughs> I will absolutely lose out on that money. I will lose out on this product. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. We're just gonna we're just gonna full send it right now. We're gonna <laughs> go for a, a whole gamble here. And I'm like, hey man, all of this stuff has come back stolen in my system. I've got a system that I've got to run all these things through when I do a trade, and all of it has come back stolen. Now, I cannot give you any money for this. And I can't let you leave with this. What I can do is I can snag your name and number. And if it gets figured out, I can give you a call. Then we can take care of the trade. But I cannot let you leave with this stuff. And I'm not giving you any money for it. He's like, oh, stolen? Really? Like even the Pokemon stuff? I'm like, yeah, everything, man. It's like, you got like a Excel? You got like a, a file for it? I'm like, yeah, it's right in front of me right now. And he's like, oh, oh. Like, so I'm not doing anything for you right now. You can leave it here and you can take off and I'll give you a call if I get it figured out. He's like, all right. And he fucking takes off. Nine o'clock rolls around. Fucking lock the door as the cop rolls up. And I'm just fucking shaking, dude. Because it's, it's a weird thing. Like, you're thinking about, I'm saving this other dude's inventory. That doesn't matter to me. I don't know if you're watching the show. But your inventory doesn't fucking matter to me. Your win-loss, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter to me. This guy could have pulled a gun on me at any point and been like, uh, you're not fucking keeping my shit. Right. Give me my shit back. Give me the money out of your till. It's a weird fucking thing. Right. And I just went for it. And it was he fucking just took off. He left all his shit there. I got his fucking ID and everything. And the, the cop came in. She's like, what a fucking idiot. I even got this dude's cell phone number. Yeah. It's fucking wild, man. It was fucking wild. And I just I just kept thinking, it's like, I don't know how I kept my cool for this thing. Like, my my adrenaline was going, but... Did you ever hear, like, whatever happened with the merch? Oh, yeah. I had, the next day, I had three detectives come in for it, taking pictures, everything about it. I, I snagged video camera footage. Like, that guy's fucked. <laughs> I got... I got video footage of him pulling shit out of boxes putting it on my counter that dude's fucked man it was yeah you have his address and everything it was the most like like i i'm not it's not necessarily i'm a fan of cops or whatever but i'm i don't want to make my money or make my store lose money and i'm not gonna just buy unknowingly stolen shit like i'm gonna do my job to like you wronged someone that was just their business closed and they were trying to make something, whether they were selling it on their own or whatever. You wronged them by breaking into their shit. Fuck you and fuck what you're doing. I hope you get whatever's coming to you. Yeah. And that was my whole thing was like, I'm going to do my best that I can to fuck you over. And it was fucking wild, man. It was fucking craziest experience. Like, because you never know what's going to happen. Like that dude came in at eight thirty-five or eight forty, And it's like, 
what the fuck do I say to this guy? Right. What in the fuck do I say to this guy? Like, he could pull a gun on me. It's a, it's a wild experience. It, it was completely insane. And it was... It's on, I'm glad that I went through it because now it's just another thing. I've de- like I've dealt with a couple stolen things. I've talked about a couple of them on here. And now like because of the last one I dealt with, this one was easy. It wasn't like like my adrenaline was going because this guy wanted to do some shit. I was about to fuck him up. Like yeah, I had Matt there with me like <laughs> this guy was not getting away with some dumb shit like that. Bum bum bum. Bum bum bum. But it was wild. Yeah, that's a, that's a nuts. That's a crazy story story for sure, man. It was fun. It was exciting. It was exhilarating. And, you know. Hey, man, we're in Saginaw. We could literally, like, there was a girl on New Year's Eve that, like, 10 minutes away from our stores that got shot in the face at Dollar General. Well, yeah, really bring the mood up. Right yeah, there I'm just us. saying. Like, we should be strapped. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. And uh, we are strapped at I, uh, I'm, Games. I'm honestly... Not even to announce it to the world. That's absolutely something that's happening at my store because because of this and because of the last interaction I've had, I'm not gonna lose my life just because some stupid fuck needs twenty dollars for their PS4 game. Like, oh yeah, fuck you. We'd be we'd be uh, we'd be strapped at the game stores. Damn straight. Try to get that. Try to get that extra twenty dollars for PS4 and see what fucking happens, boy. Oh man, I just need a hit of heroin, bro. I'm I'm glad I got to talk about it. I didn't really get to talk with you about it. I just kind of gave you the yeah. the rough summary. Woo, craziness, but, but yeah. crazy crazy store story. Let's get into something a little less intense, a little uh, lighthearted. What's can we can you do? Are you how are you feeling? Can we do music? Oh, we can absolutely do music. You want to catch up on uh, um comments here? Real yeah, quick? Eric said Law and Order Maze. Hashtag Law and Order Mazed. Um, yeah. JD says best defense for gun violence in your store is to have a gun. Um, Ian said not cool of the cops to leave you in the awkward, potentially dangerous situation. Yeah, uh, totally agree because the one that responded and then the one that was on the phone with me was like, I don't know what the fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck the other person was doing. Like, they should have been on the phone with me the whole time or yeah. the other person should have fucking came in at any time. And Dom says, Storage Wars, Junkie Edition. <laughs> and Paul says, what up, bros? Hi, Paul. How's it going, man? So, yeah, um, we are going to do a video game music comparison. We, we didn't do one last week. So... If Matt can find one, I'm gonna see if I do can... the just do the stage one theme for both. Okay. Just keep it simple. Keep it simple, sweetheart. But yeah, we got uh, we got a crazy show here. Still, I still have an announcement. An announcement at the end of the show, talking about where and when we will be doing next week's show so yeah it was uh you know it's about time i pulled my weight on the store stories yeah yeah it's good it's fucking wild man so it was fucking wild yeah law and order theme yeah okay so we are going to be comparing 
Aladdin on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. And we've talked about it before. We've talked about which version we thought was better. Obviously, the Super Nintendo version is better. Obviously, the Genesis version Gameplay-wise, because it makes more sense. Because Aladdin doesn't have a fucking fucking sword. sword. Aladdin doesn't have a fucking sword in the movie. Yeah, but he's cooler with a fucking sword. So, we are going to compare the music here. Let's start it out. Pretty decent. What's that collection behind you? Depends on what you're talking about. It's a lot of stuff, man. I've got a, I've got a lot of 64 games. That's the, the main collection I go for these days. It's uh, pretty fucking awesome. Brush up on your Sunder, Sunday Salam. <laughs> Let's see if this is the correct song. So that was version one. We'll go into version two here on the video game music comparison. Technically, that's correct. Oh, maybe. You gotta send me these links, brother. Do stage one for the other one. That first is stage one, by, one. First one by a landslide. Is that first one for Genesis? Yeah. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, dude. Genesis destroys this one. Is that really Let's stage, stage one? one? I don't. I feel like it's not. I feel like it's the wrong song. This song's a fucking jam. This song sucks right now. That's that's Genesis, brah. I know, I know. Genesis, brah. Second track is more like a medley. First one, for sure. And if Mark would send me these clips, we'd be fine. Still, it's still Genesis. Give me your phone. It's terrible. How many pots have you smoked today? I'm doing stage one here, bud. You just, we already did Genesis stage one. You are getting more intoxicated. There's no way that that first one is Genesis stage one. Yeah, it was. No way. I'll call bullshit. Because I can't fucking find it. Bro. The first song was Genesis. There is no comparison chart on here. This is the Super Nintendo one. Fantastic. 
They need to hear it. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking jam, dude. Nope. Genesis. First song wins. Is that the first? Is that legitimately the first song? I'm going to play. Yes, This is the OST. This is like, this is the intro music. So that first one. This is Genesis. That first one is. That's the fucking intro. Don't try to bullshit me. Don't try to make Genesis sound better than it is. Dude. Matt. Dude. Bro. Fuck to this whole segment up. You you sent me. Uh, this is the this is the outline. It's a uh, video game music, Aladdin. Wow, <laughs> fucking fantastic stage one jams, right here. This is Genesis. See, look, it's a gameplay video. Because you don't believe me, because you are so. Because you love the Super Nintendo version over the Genesis so much that you are just like in shock right now. Bro. I just want the OST. I just, that's all I want in life. And whoever is listening to the audio version of this can fuck off. I'm sorry. Is that the fucking. I just played this game the other day. I've actually played this game before. I don't know if you've ever played Aladdin. There. It's the same song we just listened to. I know, it just didn't... It doesn't say... It doesn't say stage one. It's like... Noon-a-toon. Yeah, the song that won. Okay, this segment's too hard when you're intoxicated. No, it's just hard when you don't send me. I will fucking send you the links from now on. Holy oh shit! This is this is your whole job. This is literally all that you need to do. What are you doing on your phone? We already did it. I'm not doing nothing. You have to cut this whole segment out. I don't really care. <laughs> I just I want another comparison in here. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and, uh... Jesus Christ, you No more. You're cut off. Why would Game Boy Advance matter? I fucking found it. Alright, so... Everyone's saying Sega 1, which is obvious. The Sega's a better game in general. You don't just throw apples. You can throw apples and slice a fucker up with a sword. Sorry that he doesn't use apples in the fucking... Or he doesn't use a sword in the fucking movie. I mean, if you want to just, like, recreate the movie, yeah, cool. Aladdin on video Genesis game, is great. Man. It's a video game. Yeah, you're right. It's a fucking video game. It's more fun on Super Nintendo. It is. Just because he's got a fucking sword doesn't make it better on Super Nintendo. All right. What makes it better? The shitty soundtrack that's better that's worse you thought so you're going with super nintendo absolutely 
That song sucked. That song sucks compared to Genesis. Yeah, like some fucking saxophones in there and shit. Maybe okay. uh, maybe next time we'll be more prepared for the music segment because Jesus. I didn't think it was that hard to pull up YouTube and look for Aladdin, stage one, Genesis. You just said Aladdin. Aladdin, stage one, SNES. <laughs> I just see Aladdin. Oh, my God. Okay. So the... um. <laughs> Let's just take it to memory. We'll get the rest of the show next week. Fuck off. We're not going to memory. Let's take it to memory. Wrap this bitch up. Let's go. Are we, um... I mean, we kind of already did pinball update. But not really. Yeah, we did, actually. Yep. We'll just go to memory. Are we just doing... No. We got D&D update. My favorite segment. We got a fucking 40-minute here timeline here, Mark. Don't try and skip out on these guys. All right. Don't be mad just because fucking Sega's got worse music. I'm not mad. That's not Se- how that Se- works. Sega one crushed it. No, it didn't. Absolutely not. All right. D&D update. Do we have a, a thing? I actually, for this uh, D&D update, I decided to capture some... Uh, I really went for role playing. That's that's my thing with this one. Is I'm I'm going full role okay, play so on this one. Last week we finished the uh, Icewind Dale. Yeah. And this week we are starting a new campaign in D and D. It is the Curse of Strahd. A lot of people like Strahd. Um, if you want to play it with your friends, we don't want to spoil it. But, but yes, that's there what will we're be playing. there will be slight spoilers. Ready? Okay. So. Um, I'm just going to do a character breakdown here. Um, me, Mark, I am playing a Kenku warlock named Brim. Uh, Jason is playing a human war cleric named Kalidor. Rick is playing a human artificer named Oz Winchester. Matt is playing a human fighter gunslinger named Rowan the Black. Martin is playing a Aarakocra bard named Edgar Allan Crow. <laughs> and Gray is playing a winged tiefling rogue named Felix. Session 1, Adventure Begins. Our adventure began in the city of Daggerford on the sword coast of Farron. Our party was invited to dine with Duchess Morwen, where she told us her concerns about a camp of people causing trouble outside the walls of the city and requested they be forced to leave by our party. We went to investigate, and these travelers were found to be drinking around a fire, dancing, telling stories, and woken us without hesitation to enjoy time together. Their elder recounted a tragic tale of a cursed yet noble prince, and then promised they would leave with haste, if we were to accompany them. Our party accepted these terms, but first wanted to collect a reward from the Duchess, so we did, and then came back to join the caravan on their way home to Barovia. After several days of travel, mist closed in around the caravan, and we found ourselves in a strange new land, passing through massive gates and through a small shuttered village. Eventually, the caravan stopped, and we found ourselves at another camp of people who now, who now know, known to be called Visanti, Visani, 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 like the water, almost. That's almost done. 
Our group then disembarked and sat near the camp's fire to hear another tale about a battle between a wizard and vampire at the castle that looms over the valley. When the, this story was over, the man insisted we speak with a Madam Eva inside of a large tent near the fire, which we did. This tent was home to a crone named Madam Eva, and inside there was a low table covered in black cloth, a crystal ball, and cushions to sit on. The crone then welcomed each member of the party into her tent by name and gave them a card reading of their fate as a group. This reading described the locations of various items of power, an ally, and where our greatest foe can be found. After the reading, she said it would be wise to begin searching and learning about the land and the village we passed, the village of Barovia. Barovia. So yeah, it was session zero. We made our characters, and we got a little tiny taste yeah. of we got, starting the campaign. We got started in the campaign. And I will say... You know, same uh, same crew as last time. It seems as though we're getting a little more comfortable playing as uh, doing a little role play, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um. So segment number two, where Jason pissed me off. <laughs> so I'm playing as a Kenku. A Kenku can't talk. He can only like mimic. And when I was Explain my character, Jason was just like, Wow, why would you pick that? That is so stupid. That is such a dumb character. And like this character, I gotta like really do a deep dive in role playing to make it work and be yeah. cool. So I was all excited all week to try and role play this. This would be a, a super good <clears throat> test for me. You gotta pay attention to what everyone says yep. so that you can have some input. Yeah, and then I was just like, Yeah, man. And they're like, uh, Martin asked me, he's like, hey, what's your character name again? And I'm like, oh, his name's Brim. And then Jason's like, yeah, as in filled to the brim with terrible character ideas. Ugh, just sucked all the fun out of everything right there and then. Just throw him in a chokehold right there. So I was just like, all right, here we go. We're starting the campaign. And I just really in a bad mood and I don't feel like role playing right now. (laughs) I was being a baby. I admit it. I let it ruin my fun, and I shouldn't have. But yeah, it, it pissed me off. Yeah, so. it's as it should. You put a lot of effort into that yeah. character. So I'd been I'd been researching mine for a little while, and uh, you know, last campaign I did a character that was solely focused on spells. That was the the one thing I wanted to avoid this time. I I thought about going with a ranger similar to Arate back in the day, but you know, I didn't want to play the same one, so I I started looking up a fighter from the same class of Gorax. And then as I was scrolling down, I found a, a gunslinger uh, subclass that Matt Mercer from Critical Role kind of developed. Yep, developed. He, he created it. And I started reading up on it, and it seemed like a good addition to the Curse of Strahd. It didn't seem too broken. It didn't seem too, uh, too much to add. So I, I, I asked <laughs> Zach if... Uh, Sorry. I asked Zach if uh, he'd be into it. So he researched a little bit. He's like, yeah, that could be fun. And, uh, yeah, I started my... I came up with a a gothic, kind of Victorian-era Western cowboy. And it was fun. And in in our group, we've got some people that are a little... not into, you know, voice acting, role play as much as they'd like to be. 
They want to be into it. They just don't go for it. So Mark, being a Kenku, can only mimic what we come up with. Ricky is the other person that's all about doing voices. He's very into it. Comes up with a amazing Australian, just absolutely idiot accent. It's the fucking moron Australian accent. And it's, it's funny. Great. Yeah. Because his character is actually really smart, but he's just like, <laughs> it's just fucking amazing. Yeah, he does a good one. He and does then a- you. I went, uh, you know, I took, uh, I went a little Clint Eastwood, John Wayne, Arthur Morgan with mine. Yeah. So and, let's hear it. And took a. What's Rowan the Black sound like? Oh, man. You want me to do it live on I stream? I know. It's kind of hard when you're on spot. We'll see if I can. Rowan the Black. Give us a Rowan the Black. Oh, man. That's, like, that's tough. Yeah. Well, I'd but, be like, okay, well, here, we're playing. I'd be like, all right, that will be 10 gold, sir. How am I? 10 gold for the armor. I don't, I don't really, I don't really feel like I'm not one for paying my, paying what you think I need to. Don't ask me for money, son. I, 10 gold for the armor. No, I'll take what I need and I'll be on my way. You don't bother me. And then, then I would come fine. in with my Kenko and be like, you don't bother me. Yeah. So it's fun. <laughs> I, I, it took a, it took a lot of, I love doing accents. I love doing voice acting, but it's, it's weird doing it in front of people. And oh. it was a new thing for me and I'd stuck with it the whole time. Yeah. I did Gorax and it was like, like Gorax was just, yeah, just talked like this. This is Gorax. Mm-hmm. But then there'd be times I'd be talking to the DM and I'd like go in and out of character and I'd just be talking like Gorax like this, like Gorax with a, hey, this is kind of like Mark, but I kind of have a Gorax on. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you go in and out of it. Yeah, it's like, but yeah. It's an interesting thing because what I wanted to do was kind of build the voice around the character and make sure that while I was talking in character, it was with the person that I was creating. So... I'm a I'm a chaotic neutral guy. I'm a kind of kind of a bad guy. He's not a he, he doesn't do the greatest things. He's not always helping out the team or anything. He's a he's a drifter. And Dom, I did not shit on anyone's character. I shit on the human being that plays the character. No. <laughs> so it was uh it was fun. And I gave I will be honest, I gave Mark a little shit for his character. And it was mostly just because he's the other person in our group that does voice acting with me and it makes me more comfortable in doing what I do so I was very excited to see what he came up with because and then he, it's like he, he can't talk he too like me kept it very secret because we were so excited to share that that person so when we start going around introducing our character and he's like I'm a Kenku I can't talk I'm like are you fucking kidding me like, I got to talk this whole fucking campaign because I know how the other motherfuckers are. Like, I got I got Ricky, and that's about it. Like, so I gave Mark a little shit for that. But then I realized what the Kenku was all about. Like, this whole mimicking and uh, trying to mimic the accent and shit like that. It's fucking hilarious and awesome, and I'm super excited to see it. Yep. So it's, uh, I I have calmed down and I am going to be fine. 
next yeah. time we play. It's Which, gonna... of course, will be like in fucking six weeks because you guys want to play every other week now. D&D should be every day. It shouldn't be every other week. I wanted to play the next day. Seriously. I, I literally got done with that. And was like, I was so excited to go to that and so excited to, to be done with that. I, I literally drove home and was talking yeah, in a, in a Western voice for the rest of the night. And that was just because I wanted to get that down. And I was talking like nothing because it was sad. I was being an emo bird. Oh, man. I really hope that I can. <laughs> That's a fucking good bird voice. Dude, it was fucking awesome. Dude, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, see? He's yeah, got... see? He's got it down. He's got it down. Give me your money or your goddamn life. Give me your money or your goddamn life. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to do this all day. It's like I'm fucking in kindergarten copying people. Oh, D&D is so fun. Everyone should play D&D. Okay, that's your D&D update this week. Yeah. Brought to you by 1UP Games. You will hear more next podcast and possibly get some some fun uh, voice, like, sounds from us here. Especially right. from Mark, because he's got to mimic everyone. Yeah. So he, he's got to try his best. I'm going to be like the Arthur Morgan of the Matty Ice and Mark and Mark podcast. All right. I think it's... You know, it's about it. memory time, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we're getting close to the end of this episode. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and staying up a little later with us, later than normal. Oh, wait. I'm not going to talk about the Book of Boba Fett because I want you to watch it. Yeah. I it's like... going to be a future film freak. But uh, reason number four why Jason pissed me off is he's, he said the Book of Boba Fett just is pointless and doesn't need to happen. Yeah, it's cool. It's a cool show, but it doesn't need to happen. You don't fuck with the Fett. I haven't, I haven't, oh. I haven't watched it yet. And it's not because I don't want to. It's because I'm, I want to binge it. I really, and I'm not going to wait for the whole season to come out, but I know if I just watch one episode at a time, it's just not going to be what I want. So I've got, what, four episodes queued now? I can binge. Three. I can binge three hours of that show, and then next week when we have the show, when we have the podcast, I can really yeah. talk about how awesome the show is. Because I'm on a Clev Man vacation right now. You guys piss me off too much. And Eddie, don't tell him about this. Eddie will tell him. Fucking Eddie. Eddie on his way to... Then I'll get blown up with text messages. I heard you talk shit about me all show. (laughs) It's gonna happen. (laughs) Well, you know, we're we're down to a a minute 35 here. Let's uh, Let's take it to memory lane. Let's wrap this show up, let you guys get some sleep, and uh, yeah. It's high noon. It's high noon. Also Matt Mercer. That's been a fun voice to practice, I will say. With how much, well, how many uh, Western movies I've watched as a kid, all that stuff. It, it's been a fun voice to really try and drive home, and hopefully, I'll get that. I'll get the same voice down because it's not easy to do. It ain't easy being cheesy. <laughs> it ain't easy. <laughs> Andy anyway. says, "Cause no shit, and there'll be no shit." Wise words. So, but if the, I didn't cause shit, 
would the show be as fun? Mark is a shit talker and a pot stirrer, and that is his thing, and I love it, and it, it makes everything in life exciting. The memory of this week is, when were you a huge baby and embarrassed yourself while playing games? Besides D&D. Besides D&D, when you went on a full tantrum. <laughs> Zach says, we'll play Sunday. It'll be okay. He's he's watching live. So thank you, Zach. <laughs> thank you, Our Zach. DM. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for watching the show, by the way. We still have a ton of people in here. It's fucking 1230 at night on a Monday night. You guys have to work tomorrow. We appreciate you tuning in and sticking around with us. It's fucking awesome. Mark. What up? When you were a huge baby, when... You were a huge baby and embarrassed yourself while you were playing games. Tell me about it. All right, so I'm a huge baby in general. Uh, <laughs> I have multiple stories here. Um, I have like 19, but yeah, I'll just mention some. Uh, Halo parties. We used to hold the Halo LAN parties. And uh, my friend Damo. I haven't seen him in forever. Holy shit. What up, Damo? Yeah. Um, I'm sure he listens to the show. Doubt it, but yeah. The uh, All right. he was uh, I would go through. We were playing Sidewinder, and I would go all the way through, just fucking wrecking people through the tunnels and everything, just tearing it up, freaking pistol, taking everyone down. Halo CE, just crushing it, flag, and I'd get into their base, and he would just be sitting. This is how he played the game the whole night. He just sat halfway on the ladder with the rocket launcher aimed down. And just shot when anyone walked by. Oh, my God. The whole game. And it, for hours it went on. And I, it just pissed me off so much that I just turned my Xbox off. And I was one of the people that brought a TV and everything. And I just <laughs> turned, my, turned my Xbox off, packed everything up, didn't say anything to anyone, grabbed my TV, and <laughs> fucking went home. I could absolutely see you doing that. Yep. I just one shut million, it down. One million percent. Big baby. Yep, that was probably my biggest one. Um, I've mentioned on the show before, I, we were playing NCAA college basketball, and I lost in the finals to the computer. Finally got to the finals, and I punched a hole in the wall. Holy shit. Yeah, that was stupid. And uh, that, But it was fun team-building exercise from all my friends as we went out in my dad's shop and figured out how to patch a hole in the wall before he came home the next day. So that was fun. Um, but another one is with shout out to Dylan. <laughs> he is a great friend because he puts up with my, uh, my baby, baby boohoo parties all the time. And somehow he's still friends with me. But yeah, um, when Dylan would start crushing me in Madden, <laughs> when he would just start crushing me in Madden, I would just take, I would take the secondary, like, uh, or my middle linebacker, I would take him and he hiked the ball, and I would just take him and just start running back <laughs> towards the end zone. Just like, fuck it. Just get a safety, fuck it. Yep. Or, yeah, or yeah, I'd do that when I was the quarterback. I'd just be like, ready, set, hike, just run back, take a safety. Just completely ruin the fun of the game. Ugh. Man, this segment's making me fucking hate myself. So okay. That's mine. Well, stop hating yourself, because I... Let I'm me on talk, medicine now for it. Let me talk about Madden and how much uh, you've... You and Dylan have made me mad over the years. You know what? Just football in general. I've had my moments of greatness against you two. Uh, you and Dylan, both during Extra Life, I've beaten your asses on Madden. 
Absolutely, and that's that's not a that's not just my opinion. Really, that's a fact of Did life. You actually, I've, beat me. I've beat you, and I beat Dylan during Extra Life. Granted, we were like twenty three hours into a stream, yeah, but I still was... I still fucking count it. That's a fucking you count that shit. I don't know, man. No, you I don't count, remember you. Don't even winning. don't even fuck with that. That's on the internet. Um, <laughs> that's on the internet. That's on the internet. I'm gonna watch it right now. You guys are beating my ass on the fucking NFL Blitz countless times. Twitch.tv slash Matty Ice. And I cannot believe how many times I've lost on that fucking game. So, NFL Blitz, that's gotta be up there for you. NFL Blitz is a, a rage game for me. And people have seen it on stream where I have borderline spiked a controller on the fucking on the table, immediately shut the stream off. Bad mood right away. I kicked Mark out of my house. I'm like, all right, I'll take care of the show. Get the fuck out. Just get the fuck out. <laughs> I know there are mo- there are moments when I beat you like last second, last second touchdown. Nobody feels good to about win it. the game, and I get up and I'm like, yeah. And then you stand up, and I am slightly wondering what your next move is going to be when you turn around <laughs> and look at fucking, me. Just a fucking the, the, <laughs> fist to the face. There's like, one. <laughs> it is in the back of my mind to be ready to do- dodge or duck. <laughs> That shit, we close the stream, you get the fuck out of my house, I edit the show. It's all good. Uh, back in the day, my brother and I used to wrestle over over Madden. Like, if one of us was just absolutely dominating the other person, he would turn into a fucking wrestling match. It was amazing. Um, oh, my God. Oh, also Dom. My brother Dom... Um, I was always so happy to like see him playing any like like my wrestling games like WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy. I was like, "Fuck yeah, Dom's actually playing wrestling. This is sweet." Cause I'm a huge wrestling fan growing up, and then he got really, really, really good at it and just beat my ass every time, and it became not fun anymore. That was sucked. I've got one good one that kind of sheds light on me maybe not being the greatest person in the world. So this this monitor right in front of us, right? Yep. I play CSGO from time to time, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And I play that very competitively. Whether I'm in a good division or not, I, I play that shit to win. Like I'm in the fucking amateur pros. During COVID, there was a time where I played that and Valorant for 28 hours straight. Just drinking. Just absolutely getting belligerently drunk. That's why sometimes I wonder. Off rum and coke. Because I've come in here before and there'll be like cans stacked by your computer and shit. That's not nothing. That's nothing. I was belligerently drunk off rum and coke playing uh, (laughs) Valorant or CSGO. It was like 11.30 in the morning. Sarah left for work. And I, I, I don't even know what happened. But I fucking full-on punched my fucking monitor. It's like $350 monitor. I just full-on fucking fist-to-cuff punched that monitor. <laughs> and it was a newer monitor, so I was like, all right, you know. It's... Did the monitor survive? Fuck, absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not did that monitor survive. But... Similar to your target story of someone returning a, <laughs> a TV with a box of rocks. Oh, yeah, a box of rocks. I fucking bought that monitor. 
<laughs> I bought that monitor, picked it up from the store. This is, you know what? This is a, a low point in, in the Maddie guy's life. <laughs> I, I bought that monitor again. You punched it again. No. <laughs> I bought that monitor, set it up, got the nice new monitor on the on the desk, and uh, it's like shit, man. Same monitor. Pack this bitch up in a box. Ah, oh, you. I'm a, I'm a ball. Scummy fuck. That is some bad shit. What I, you fucking might as well go fucking raid Roadrunner's fucking storage unit. I next. packed that fucker up in a box and gave it back to Walmart. Got my full refund. Ah, fuck Walmart. They don't. They don't give a fuck. Yeah. I I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> warrant that or anything. But don't do that, kids. Don't. It's terrible, terrible thing. But box racks. Man, I got a I got a nice monitor that works right here. I can see everything that you guys are typing. There's not a fucking fist through the middle of the screen. You're a horrible person, man. I'm a horrible. Yeah, I, yeah. This this is a horrible memory. Well, who wrote this shit? I I don't hide anything from our listeners. Yeah, I'm a human. Is, this is the the downfall of the show. I've got a, a whole season to bring it back, people. I'm a human. I've made mistakes in my life, and you guys are here to listen to them and learn from them, and that's one of them. But so if uh, if you fuck up a monitor that you just bought, just buy another one from Walmart and return that shit. Yeah, don't don't buy one from Media Reload and return it. No, I'll fuck you up. I, I'll know. <laughs> so before we end the show, I do want to announce where we are doing our show at next week. We have a special surprise. Earlier in the show, we mentioned the brand new expansion for Crazy Quarters. Nudged Underground has made its way to the Crazy Quarters Arcade. It is the expansion of the Pinball Arcade. A huge ordeal that they overtook and a fucking awesome expansion that they added on. We will be doing the podcast live from there. Whether or not we have a guest from there is... That remains to be seen, but we will be recording the show live from there next live Monday. from Nudge Underground, live as fuck, just for Rick Kenyon. But we will be there live. Uh, you get to see how awesome that space looks. All the new pinball machines. It'll it'll be a fun spot. It'll be a little different from this. It'll be uh, it'll still be awesome. It'll be Mark and I, and possibly someone else. It'll be a good time. Yeah. We're excited to record from a new space just to to have some fun, try something else out. And, and you guys can see Nudged Underground in the background. And yes, uh, as JD says, don't forget, in accordance to us recording to a, a new spot next week, there is a tournament going. Whoever sets the highest score on that new Elvira cabinet or machine uh, gets a $10 gift card from JD. And he's, he's donating that and a gift for a gift card from Crazy Quarters Arcade. $10 gift card to Little Caesars, $10 gift card to Crazy Quarters, best Elvira score. Go ahead, take the picture of your score, post it on our Facebook, our Discord, do it up. Two gift cards on the line just for these podcast listeners, all of you awesome people that tune in every week. And stop by that amazing, awesome fucking arcade that we get to go to every day. And it's going to open to the public 
this Friday at 7 p.m. So make sure you go check it out this weekend. And we'll be there to hang out with you guys, play some pinball, play some... I might even play a DDR game or two with uh with old Mr. LaBella. Nice. Just to show my skills on that shit. Hell yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us this week, guys. Yeah, we appreciate you tuning in for this week's show. Sorry it was a little later than usual. We will see you guys next time on the Maddie Ice and Marky Mark podcast. Live from Nudged Underground. Peace. Thank you.